Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. It's Wednesday, August 16th, and welcome into the Ravens Press Pass podcast. The Ravens wrapped up their second day of joint practices with the Washington Commanders, leading into their preseason contests in Washington coming up on Monday night. After practice, we heard from head coach John Harbaugh, linebacker Roquan Smith, offensive lineman Kevin Zeitler, and wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. Let's start things off with Coach Harbaugh. Okay, good seeing everybody out here. Appreciate the scene. You know, you look around, you see the fans. Uh, both teams had fans here. Obviously, they had some fans that came up, which is fun. Appreciate uh, Ron Rivera the commander's organization for uh, bringing the team up here. Appreciate their team for the good, uh, good, good competition, man. Good practices and uh, just a, just a first class coaching staff there and, and all that. So uh, I'm just really happy that we got a chance to get this in. I think we got better as, as the, uh, you know, because of the practices and all that and I hope they feel the same way. Now we'll be on to our next routine. We'll play them Monday night and we'll be going forward from here. So what questions you have? John, John there's a report out that Marlon is going to require foot surgery. What can you tell us about that? Can you repeat the last part? Uh, there's a report that he's going to require foot surgery and he's going to have to miss some of the regular season. Can, is, is, can you right. I can't comment on how much he'll have to miss because I think that's uh, that timeline is indeterminate right now. It's it's uh, it's uh, it's it's just hard to determine. It's not going to be a long-term deal though. Um, and he is getting foot surgery today. That's confirmed. So, I'm sorry, he is going to have right. No, it's been a lingering thing, and they took a look at it and uh, said, you know what, that's something we want to take care of now instead of waiting. Charlie Kohler? You know, I, that's good. I mean, I was, uh, I was kind of managing a lot of things, so I haven't seen the tape yet. So, uh, to hear that makes me happy. You know, they had a really good day because – uh, that's what we've been shooting for. Charlie's a big, physical, talented guy. And uh, I want him to express himself out there that way as a player. And that's good to hear that he did it. I can't wait to see the tape. Uh, it'll be in the neighborhood. I don't know exactly what, you know, which way we'll go with certain guys, but it'll be in the same, along the same lines. John, have you, this is like a general practice question. Like, have you ever um, in your career, like, like you gained an advantage from seeing uh, like other teams practice or seeing big team practice like you lost an advantage from someone seeing yours or seeing plays sure. posted? I think that's a really good question. Uh, certainly an advantage. How significant is the thing you have to decide, you know? I mean, if anything's out there, I'm sure that this was live streamed, so I'm sure that, you know, the other teams will have those plays that they see and all that. So 
they'll look at that. Your scouts will look at the players on it just like they would a game. We do the same thing, you know, with other practices. You have to make a determination for the organization. Do you want to shut it all down and not let your fans see any of it? Or do you want to give your fans a chance to see it? So, you know, that you weigh it out. Coaches, obviously, we're more concerned with the information. But I, I also feel like it's worth the work. It's worth getting out here, going against another team and, and uh, getting the work. And we're pretty conscientious about what we allow, you know, what we, what we call and what we run. John, obviously going up against another team, you get different types of matchups. Was there a specific matchup going against the commanders that allowed you to look at a specific group on your own team more in depth today? That's a really good in depth, you know, precise question. And I would have to say I was thinking more big picture probably. You know, now you go back and you watch the tape and you start to see that. I mean, there's, there's players we're looking at on our team and their team and different things like that that we want to learn, but nothing to that, to that point really per se. Yeah, I mean, I would have to say it's both, to be honest with you. I mean, I do think it's an evolution because so many of the schemes are similar and, and a lot of the words and terms are the same. We kept a lot of it. Um, Todd, Todd's done a really good job of trying to blend it all together to create what we're going to be going forward. And that's what you try to do. Does it become something different, something new? Yeah, 19, it really was. How new and how different it'll be, we'll find out. But it will be what we feel we need to do to be most successful, and that's what you try to do. Yeah, I mean, there's two levels of concern. The one level is long-term. There's no long-term concern, right? and that's good. And then there's a short-term concern. There's plenty of short-term concern, and we've got to look at that, and it starts with the guys you have. Uh, we have guys that are ready to play, and they'll get an opportunity to get out there and, and, uh, and continue to improve and get the reps, and we'll see what they can do. And, then, of course, we're always looking for players, too. All right, John. Um, when, when a position, when a specific position gets you know, hit with a deluge of injuries like cornerbacks have, what's the messaging to that room or that position to, to kind of, even though they're going through it and missing a lot of guys, how to keep it up? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's any specific message is needed because these guys are pros. You know, they know they know what they're they know what the situation is. And most guys look at it like an opportunity. Here's my chance. You know, I'm going to make the most of it, and that's what you want them to do. And yeah, I think you addressed this the other day. But it sounds like you'll continue to look at guys who are available. Just kidding. I, I don't need them. Sorry. You guys going to continue to look at corners and defense backs who are available given all the injuries and just corners out there. Yeah. Oh yeah, you will look at them, but you know, you got to understand. You know, it's it's late. You know, guys are most guys are on teams right now. So part of that with the guys who are veteran guys is who's in shape. I mean, you know, who's been working? Who really wants to play this year? Because if you're a guy's out and you've got some you got some pedigree, you gotta be in shape, you gotta be ready to go. And that's you look at that. So it's really on those guys to be ready to play. John, we didn't see Rashad, didn't see Rashad out there. I mean did just the rest area or did he have any kind of setback? No, no setback. No setback. It's a process. I mean there's a process to getting guys back, so he's on schedule. That was head coach John Harbaugh providing some key injury updates, particularly as it pertains to cornerback Marlon Humphrey. We also had a chance to hear from linebacker Roquan Smith after practice. How would you say things went these past couple days, Roquan? I thought things went great. Got some good work uh, versus the commanders. Uh, we came out, uh, did what we had to do, and I felt like we got better as a team. So that's all you can ask for in these uh, joint practices, and I'm sure those guys will say the same. 
experience out there, guys like you haven't been able to go up against another team? What was it like finally being able to hit a different jersey? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's always great when you're having an opportunity to go out, uh, hit guys on an opposing team as opposed to hitting your own guys for three weeks or so. So it was great. And then being able to just get out and work against people who may not know your moves as good as someone uh, from the opposing team uh, may know. So I enjoyed it and I thought it was uh, great work and we all got better. Roquan, uh, Coach Harbaugh told us that Marlon's going to have to have foot surgery. The timeline for him to return, not determined yet, but you know, having Marlon out for any second period. You know, how does that impact the defense? Yeah, it definitely uh, hurts the defense. You know, when a leader uh, like Marlon uh, is not out there with us, but I know he'll get back uh, as soon as he can, and uh, we'll pick up, try to pick up the slack where uh, he's not there when he's not out there. But looking forward to uh, him being out there uh, pretty soon. I think those guys are getting better uh, each and every day. Uh, watching 9-9 and 9-0, uh, yeah, the guys coming out ready to work, and it showed, you know, going up against uh, the commanders uh, and the reps that the guys were getting. So I'm looking forward to seeing what those guys are able to do uh, come Sundays uh, in the regular season. How much more when uh, you have when you have uh, a list of CBs go down or you know guys are out with injury in one specific group. As a leader, as a teammate, do you at all go up to that kind of position group and talk to them like, hey, we need more out of you guys now, or you know, now's your opportunity or time to shine or anything like that? Or what do you plan to? No, you can't really put much uh, pressure on guys' plate like that because at the end of the day, we're all opportunists. So, you know, guys are getting opportunities that may opportunities that may have never gotten an opportunity before. And, you know, when you take advantage of that and just show the coaching staff exactly what you can do when your name is called on and when the guys are down, you know, we room for the guys to get back as soon as they can. But when the guys are out there with us, they're part of the team. So we're here to cheer them on and we expect them to make the same type plays as a Marlowe as well. Shoot, I think honestly you should just probably watch the uh, offense versus their defense, and that'll let you know uh, for sure. But from my, from what I watched on film, you know the eye in the sky don't lie, as they say. Um, but I think it's uh, good work going up against our offense, and they give us so many different pitchers. Getting big ball can spread you out, can do so many different things, and I think that can prepare you for just about any opponent you'll face throughout the year. So I'm excited to see what our offense is going to do uh, week in and week out. Specifically with. I know you're a linebacker, you're more focused on that, but have you seen how that, that kind of relationship has developed out in the field between Lamar and OBJ? Yeah, and I see those guys, you know, kicking it uh, as well. So, and I think that's a good good way to have that chemistry amongst those guys. And I think there's going to be a lot of great things, a lot of deep balls, intermediate balls, and balls all over the field uh, for those guys that they're going to be sharing amongst each other. So, I'm excited about that connection with those two. Uh, I think it's the most realistic work, and it's I'm no rookie. Uh, it's not my first time not having uh, reps in the uh, preseason or whatever like that. So I think I know how to play ball, um, and it's just always good just to be able to go out here and get game-like scenarios versus a uh, quality opponent in the commander. So it's it's never bad, and you can never turn down good work. Monday. I know he looks like he's easing his way back in. What's been your impression of his return and how he's looked since he's come back? 
Uh, you can tell uh, he don't have the camp legs unless he's just twitched up like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the guy to uh, keep learning, uh, keep growing into his body. And so I think there's a lot of great things in store for him. And, you know, Zio and Mike's just going to keep molding him into the uh, player he's going to be. Oh, absolutely. I feel like it's, it's night and it's night and day and sometimes can like kind of just assume where he's going to be on certain plays. And I feel like just the more reps we get with each other in like joint practices of this sort, it just brings out the uh, best in both of us and also just amp our communication up and makes us like actually know what one another going to do in tough situation and game like situations. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. That was linebacker Roquan Smith. We also heard from veteran offensive lineman Kevin Zeitler, who talked about this offensive line and the mindset going into this season. Um, always great for someone to come in and get some work with, um, have a lot of respect for them. Obviously a very talented group, uh, very tough to, to go against, but I think it's only going to make us better in the long run. We learned a lot, and now we have to use it and get better. Kevin, I think I saw you talking to Montez Sweat toward the end of the Were you just kind of trying to play the keeper and kind of think about a level? I don't know. I was just asking what he was uh, thinking on that, uh, the play right beforehand. You know, I thought they were trying to set something up, and I was just, you know, curious if I read it right. <laughs> Kevin, there's a good competition going on at the other guard spot. I mean, what has stood out to you about Salah and, and Simpson? I'll say this, both very talented guys. You know, Salah coming in as a rookie, being able to move the way he does, the way he's picking things up, the way he plays, you know, you know, it's impressive for a guy that young, you know, to be able to do that. 
And then uh, John, you know, coming in, keeping a cool head. You know, he's big, he's strong, he can do anything we ask of him. And he keeps getting better every day. So I think, you know, no matter who ends up in that spot, I think we're going to win in the long run. Um, I'd say it's uh, very fast, you know. I think he wants to make everything efficient, fast, clean, you know, so we can, you know, just one play, two play, three play, you know, however that goes. Like, uh, you know, he's just trying to make it very efficient so, you know, we can do what we do. Kevin, how, how important is it for the guys, the starters who are not really playing much preseason to kind of scratch that competitive pitch uh, against another team here? Um, it's always good, you know, to, you know, get after it, you know. Honestly, we treated these last two days as game days. You know, that's how we approached it as an O-line. And, you know, I think we uh, worked on the communication part. It felt like a game while we were out there. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's good for us. Um, they're just super, super good, super strong, and super big. You know, you don't see guys like that every day, let alone, you know, the entire front built up of guys like that. So, you know, you can't ask for better work than that. You know, I think uh, just more so than anything, it's confidence. You know, he knows football. Now that he's been in the league a year, I mean, he's just taking everything, his knowledge, his command of the line to the next level. And I'm pretty glad he's on our team. Um, I think it's just getting better, you know. Like you said, like two of the, you know, outlier best players in this league, you know, being together, I think that just allows, you know, for magic to happen. Kevin, yeah, you guys went against a really strong front to reference that. It looked like you guys were setting a really good pocket for passing downs today. How much confidence does that give you for the rest of the I mean, I think, you know, anytime you go against good competition and, you know, you battle and do all right, you know, I think it, you know, sets you up for the future. But I'm sure, you know, you know, even though if we feel all right about it, you know, we're going to watch them. We're all going to be banging our heads on our desk like, all right, we got to get better. You know, we still have some time, uh, you know, before the season starts. So we have to use every minute we can. Yeah, uh, you come from a lot of other organizations, of course, and, and uh, uh, talk a little bit about the coaching staff and avoidance of holding things. Obviously, Simpson being here with a big problem with that. You saw avoid a couple outside the play groups in this first game. Talk a little bit about that. Um, you know, I think it's just, you know, we work technique every day. We work about finishing, you know, trying to be in good position. And, you know, we have refs here all the time. So, you know, they're going to call it if, you know, it happens during practice. So we know what the refs are thinking and how, like, you know, we can be sneaky and get away with it or better yet, you know, not do it. A lot of talk about Lamar's increased command in the huddle before the snap. Have you seen him grow in that, in that regard? Just confidence level that new knowledge to change yeah, absolutely. Anytime Lamar, uh, you know, makes any sort of change or call, you know, we know he's about to do something magical. So, pretty excited when he does it. I think so. I mean, I, I think, you know, we have, you know, a lot of really cool, unique personnel all around the ball. So I feel like we're able to do anything and everything. So it's just on us, you know, being able to show them, you know, we can uh, master it all and uh, get it done. <laughs> um, I know more so than anything, I feel like it, uh, you know, when things are going well, you know, it breeds energy, you know, makes us want to do it more and more and keep going. And, you know, it's on us to get in shape and get it done. 
You know, I think I always stay in shape, but you know, it doesn't hurt, you know, running tempo and doing all that good stuff all the time. That was veteran offensive lineman Kevin Zeitler. And last but not least, we also heard from veteran wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. He talked about his impressions of this offense and where he thinks he is heading into this season. What's his 40? Nah, but you just got to finish the play. Um, knowing that he's a younger guy, it was, it was good to be able to go against someone else and, you know, just communicate about things that they're learning and um, just seeing how they play technique, how they see things and things like that. He's definitely got some speed. Um, but, you know, I, I told you, I still got a little bit left in here. You know what I mean? On that same tip, Marlon said you wouldn't do to him what you might do to the opposition. Do you hold a gear back? In practice? Against yeah. against our teammates? Yes. Yeah, there's some things I wouldn't do to my teammates that I'd you know, do to somebody else. So um, it's that fine line of like competing but keeping each other healthy and safe and uh, just being able to find work. So um, again, like I said, it was great to be able to go against um, another team and in, in, in different competition. Uh, I think the the last two days are very, very beneficial on both sides. Is this your first time going up against competition? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was good. Like I say, it was been over 900 days um, to sit back and just, you know, watch everybody have fun and compete, uh, which wasn't easy. But at the same time, there was some peace in it, just you know, being able to have that time that I wouldn't normally have to spend with my son. But just to be able to go against somebody else, uh, keep sharpening your skills and perfecting your craft. Um, I still care for this game deeply. I've always been a perfectionist, so little things will definitely, you know, piss me off if I don't catch a pass or feel like I could have ran a better route. Uh, I'm still very, you know, my biggest critic. Odell, this, the offense has started to hit on some of the big plays now. We're starting to see, we're starting to see guys like Dobbins and Bateman work their way back in. Are you starting to see this offense kind of blossom into what you guys are expecting? Absolutely. It's a, it's a work in progress every single day. Um, at the same point in time, just to be able to get guys back, you know, you, you slowly progress. You, we all joke about it. You train all off season. It doesn't matter. You come out here, you run eight plays in a row, and you know you're, you're gasping for air. So it's definitely a different shape that you have to get into. But you know, seeing Rashad, he looks great in his comeback. Um, I just try and always keep people aware of, you know, take your time. Uh, don't ever feel pressure to to get back in because at the end of the day, everyone on this team wants you to be your very best and be healthy. Um, so just, you know, those guys working their way back in. We have a great opportunity here. It's just about making the most of each and every day, finding ways to get better. Um, even on those days, you know, we're all dog tired, just finding ways to, to progress. Odell, um, did you know much about Lamar? Or you know Lamar very well before you signed and, and you guys went out to dinner that night. Did yeah. you know him much before then? And how much do you think, where do you think that relationship has grown uh, since then? Um, I mean, I always knew of him and, you know, never like hit him up and, you know, we didn't, we didn't talk like that, but it was always a mutual respect from afar. You know, I watched him when he was in college. I watched him when he was here. You know, you have a, a deep respect for, for greats. Um, and, you know, the relationship is definitely developing. It's, it's just cool to be able to kick it 
you know, on and off the field and what do you see or how do you see it? And uh, a receiver always wants to work, you know, for his quarterback. You know, you, this is a guy who you're going to, he's going to have to hang in there and take a hit every now and then to get you a touchdown and you have to take a hit to complete a pass for him. So it's a um, mutual, you know, relationship that you guys have to have there. So everything is cool. Uh, I'm definitely loving that. It was forced. No, you know, it was, it, it was just, it was just natural. You know, like I say, when you have, a, when you have a respect for somebody, you could see eye to eye on things, or you know, you get to know how someone is, or you know, what's their family history, how do they grow up, you know, just those things. Just sitting there, um, chopping it up again. Like I say, I'm coming across the middle, expecting to take a hit for him. He's gonna have to hang in there and take one from the D lineman every now and then or somebody. So um, it, every day, just trying to get better 1%. Okay, you played in uh, a lot of systems with a lot of coordinators. What, what's uh, kind of standing out to you about uh, uh, that system? Uh, oh, I definitely think he wants to throw the ball. Um, and, and we got a lot of talented guys. So I think just finding ways to get the playmakers. Uh, the ball in their hands um, and being explosive offense. I think that's what stands out the most. I think, you know, as things progress and you know, obviously we play in September, we still have some time here to work out the kinks and get each and every play and concept down. I think that this would be a very um, explosive offense, an explosive team as well, but uh, specifically with the offense, I think that's the goal is to you know, be explosive. Odell, you mentioned the explosive plays. How would you assess the team's capacity you know, I think there's always things you can improve on, and that's just me being a perfectionist. Like, I'm always going to you know, say there's room for improvement. Um, but I think where we're at today at this point on whatever day it is in camp, I think we're in a good place. It's just about, you know, like I say all the time, just getting 1% better each and every day. I've seen it, and, you know, I hate the coulda, woulda, shoulda. Um, but I, I can sit up here and tell you as someone at four or five years old, I always felt I was one of the best athletes. Um, and I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. So I don't know about 200 million. I would have definitely loved to have that. Uh, but, you know, I just know that if I wouldn't, I would have loved to seen what would have happened in my career if I had never been hurt. But I think God placed this journey for me to be here specifically, to be able to you know, be exactly who I am today. and. Um, you know, the adversity that I've been through will allow me to, you know, later on in life when things hit, um, I think I'll be able to handle it a little bit better. One more, please. Odell, we've seen guys like Sean Ryan. He had a good preseason game. Tariq Blackman good all summer. What have you seen from, like, the younger guys in the room? Uh, just that hunger, that want. Um, you know, like I say, this, this is their opportunity of a lifetime. And, you know, it's a tricky business. It's only 53 that make it. Um, and, you know, we got 90 guys in there, so everyone's fighting for a spot. You know, it's all love, and these are your brothers. But at the end of the day, each and every time you step on that field, each and every rep you take, um, this is your opportunity to make the team. So these young guys that came in, embraced the challenge, worked hard, um, you know, tried their best to perfect their craft, and they're out there making plays. So I love to see it. I'm always here to be, you know, any advice you need or anything of that matter. Uh, I'm just happy for those guys. I'm, I'm happy when they score or catch a pass. It's like... So I got to catch one, so uh, it's all love in our room for sure. That was wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. You also heard from Kevin Zeitler, Roquan Smith, and Coach Harbaugh. 
Now that's it for us on today's episode of the Ravens Press Pass podcast. But also, if you want a full breakdown of everything that we saw out there on the field today, head over to the Lounge podcast feed. Ryan Mink and I break down everything that we saw out on the practice field during the two days of work with the Washington Commanders. So you can check that out on the Lounge Podcast feed. Subscribe there. Leave a rating and a review as well. Thanks for listening. Talk with you again soon. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.